Check one, two. I know you got to kind of get rid of the reverb a little bit. We're just doing a test run when we finally got everything going. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I know I'm going live again, but probably no one's not going to jump back on, but whatever. They better. I'm on Instagram. You're probably going to go on TikTok, dude. Yeah. Hello, hello, motherfuck. Fuck, fuck you. Hey, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you get a little closer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that? Uh, it's a little better. A little bit better? Yeah. And then, judging by you guys, I'm probably going to share my other We'll see. You sure are. Yeah. And we are recording our first podcast. That's a more of a test run podcast. It, it's still going to be number one. So. Yeah. Uh, it's recording guys, right now. Yeah, we're recording our audio okay. right now. We're Good. recording our video. Yeah, um, hi everyone. So the, what we're going to sync and have nice sounding is going to be all together with that later. Yeah. Right, right. Just a test run, people. <laughs> Pretty much our first run will be our test run. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't we care. Know. We don't care if you don't like it. Fuck you. <laughs> We've never done this Are these clamps holding okay? It looks kind of slanted there. I mean, it's, it's fine the way it is. Maybe we should use some of them besides the plastic chairs later on, like a piece of wood or something. Yeah, or like a piece of cardboard to hold that for I right now. Okay. Uh, Doug, you want to start the introduction? <clears throat> what do you want me to include in the introduction? Tell people about you and what you do for a living. I'm fucking Douglas time. Allen. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know if I consider myself a master mechanic on airplanes, but I'm pretty good. Uh, that's what I do for a living. And... In my spare time, I race cars, and hopefully that's going to fucking take off soon where I won't have to work anymore. I'll just have people pay me to race. Specifically, you're racing side-by-sides, right? Yeah, yeah, but I'll race anything. Yeah, I know. But don't you have sponsors for parts? Yeah, I got friends that help me out. I got Cryo Heat. And Queen Racing helped me out with my tuning. Oh, yeah, for sure. Cool, man. Very cool. Um, Andrew over here is Mm. the guitarist in my band. Hey, uh, yeah. Hello, everyone. Yeah, I play music with this guy right here. Jesus Christ. Well, I know uh, the string company, I mean, they gave me some love before. Uh, I know it was Kurt Megan strings. 
Vegas? Yeah. This is years ago. I remember we played at uh, Treasure Fest back in 20, uh, 2015. Yeah. And uh, I, like, I used one of the pictures from, I don't know who shot the photos that day. Then put it, and they put of the photo of me on their website to promote their product. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we had a good time that day. Yeah, it was really hot that day. That was hot. Yeah, I became three shades darker that day. I, I've been uh, on a weight loss journey, yo-yoing, and um, uh, make you thyroid. But um, last time I was really thin was at that show. I weighed two forty. Yeah. That's a that's a good way to say when uh like when it comes to life and death situation. Hey, that's a good doctor. You got yeah. It's more more like, you know, a low-carb diet you're on. But, yeah, we couldn't figure out what was wrong with me for a long time. I kept passing out almost like I was narcoleptic. And um, I was, like, extremely volatile to any kind of food. Like, if I ate, depending on what I ate, I would either fall asleep or, uh, or have a sugar rush or something. So we found out that um, I had COVID two years ago. And we found out that the COVID uh, triggered it like a catalyst to uh, to uh, start up. I would have normally developed it in my 50s, but uh, it hit me now. I'm 32. So basically, I have a weight loss journey that you're going to hopefully see every time. Uh, you know, see, I'll be a little slimmer, a little slimmer. Throughout the weeks and the months, you'll see his, pro- his progress. You need an exercise bike in the garage when it's 106 out. Yeah, when it's 106 out. A combat sport like jujitsu, MMA, boxing. I mean, it's really good to do that too. Sorry if those arms are messing up. No, no, no. Don't even trip. Just just send the biker club over every day and have them do jujitsu. Oh, have my club come over? Yeah, have them do jujitsu with them. No, not you did more uh, mixed martial arts. Yeah, yeah. I'm not an expert at any kind of uh, fight stuff. Oh, you'll figure it out. I heard that the two most effective fighting forms, if you can learn them, are Muay Thai and uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. One oh, yeah. grappling and takedowns, and the other for strikes and blocks. Yeah. So, you do training, don't you? Yeah. Matt Tommy? Mad Tommy and Joe, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll Jesse. I'll let them know about that or any of my club members too. So Doug's gonna appear a lot uh, because uh, you know I pride myself on being very independent politically, uh, but Doug here 
Angry Monkey 5-2. Go follow That's it. That's the rant page. Angry Monkey 52-5-2. Go follow it on Instagram. <laughs> I like to try to stay in the middle, but hey. there's a lot of shit. That's like, I don't even like either of them anymore. Yeah. Bang, hey, this I feel is America. Like one side, one side, one side is fucking insane. And the other side act like they care. But I, I, they all don't give a shit, and they're making millions, billions, trillions, actually, trillions of dollars off us every year in taxes. Yeah, well, they play off of people's emotions, too, so. That's one thing I'm not trying to, like, to horn here, but I'm really happy about it. Um, I'm really proud of our friendship because we're all, we're all, like, ride-or-die buddies. Like, we're all, oh, yeah. We'll give each other share off our back if we have to but we kill have, people we, we do have <laughs> we do have uh, very different political beliefs um, but we don't we don't shoot each other over it yeah I mean there's other things we will talk about besides politics we can oh, talk yeah. about music action sports as Americans Wars. well Wars. you know dating oh yeah and yeah, the love doctor oh yeah <laughs> No, they they spoke English, dude. They preferred they're like they could okay, they could speak English, but they preferred Spanish. Like they would speak to Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. And um and we were in Vegas and uh Many, many moons ago. I don't know if there was this happened, but he was there because he saw For Ramstein. Yeah, well we saw Ramstein, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy the three of us were there. Yeah. I didn't even know you guys were gonna be there. Yeah. Well, that trip no. was a an interesting trip. So, like, I went with so Bruce. I went yeah. with Bruce, and I ended up seeing you guys like three rows behind. So we're walking by. Uh, we're walking by these two hot Latinas. Uh, well, I can say attractive looking Latinas. They're they're dressed like cops. They were like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's all about money in Vegas. Hey, big boy, you take the picture with me only for Yeah, you got those. <laughs> you got those. You got escorts. You know, everyone's hustling there. So we, we, we're trying to walk by fast, and they freak out at Andrew, and they go, uh, they look at Andrew, and they go, Oh, at Jesus Christo. No, Jesus, Jesus Christo. Christo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. That's why, you know, Everyone always, you know, that name always stuck with me. It was Jesus. Everyone's like, Jesus! Jesus Christ. It's just and a regular podcast, Reese. We're, it's just ours. We're just bullshitting. Yeah, we know. just made one. Yeah. We're Share different, it. We're going to have different kinds of guests. Like, Doug, Doug will be our political rancher. And then um, our buddy Mark's going to come on the show a couple times in the future. He's into, uh, he does crypto like, and uh, stocks. Mm-hmm. The photographer, Mark? 
he's a photographer? No, which, he took which pictures. Ones? I think you're getting mixed up with someone else. The one that, holy fucker, dude. <laughs> oh, that yeah. I didn't know there's a photographer. He took pictures for me on the dirt bike, remember? Oh, that's right, you did. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I was jumping like three stories yeah, high. Yeah, and I played music. I played I played music with Mark too. So. Fuck you, Josh. Fuck you. <laughs> really In his good. eyes. I have yet to come across a bad photographer. Even even my son's pretty good once I coach him a little bit. Yeah, Mark. Whatever, man. Mark, I know he's good with crypto and stocks, and then obviously me and you played music with him too. We're gonna have all our buddies on here. Oh yeah. We got famous people too. Cody, I did jump three stories high. I'll send you the fucking video when I'm done here. Bitch. We know some people who are into some really amazing things. Um, like in the music industry, we're friends with um, Matt at Transplants, the runner, owner of Transplants. We know uh, and, uh, Alien Ant Farm. Maybe we can get him on there. We, you know yeah. Alien Ant Farm? Yeah. Where are they? They're in Riverside, dude. They live in Riverside? Yeah. Wow. We, we That's cool. The, the slide bar. Are they nice? They're cool dudes. Before the pandemic, we got to hang out with them afterwards. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. That was a while ago. They might not remember. No, they remember me. Well, they remember you because you look like Jesus. Yeah. 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 Yeah, shout out to you guys. Love you guys. Yeah. Uh, check that out, mate. He got me some smear off. Yeah, have a good fucking time, mate. Oh, put the smear off down, you cunt. Yeah, he yeah. oi cunt. And then it is we are we are uh doing our podcast from California. Lake Gaster, California, the hood. Allison wants yeah, on the podcast. We'll have different kinds of people. Allison, drive up here. You can be on the podcast. Bring, uh, Rob Robert, too. Yes. He's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's a great producer. Yeah, that's, he recorded us you know, one time. He's one of those guys where I always felt like he was too cool for me. <laughs> I tried my best to be like nice and cool to him, but I mean, he, he's not a dick or anything. He's yeah, nice. deep down, he's a faggot. He's, I mean, he's really nice, yeah. but I always like. I always thought like he got bored with us, like with me. That's I, why I, I tried to have a combo with him, and he looked like he was bored because um, he's too cool. Yeah, so I had to take him in the razor so he'd have some excitement. I almost pissed myself last time he took me in the razor. This dude's barreling at a burn. Uh, uh, Allison uh, said he's shy people. and high. Oh well, there you go. Oh. I just thought he was bored and too cool. Too cool for school, kind of dude. No. But I always thought he was really cool, regardless, because of his skills and and um and he's a, he is a really nice guy. Yeah. You know, but um, you know, like uh, so Doug took me on this road, mm-hmm. and we're going like 45, 50 miles an hour, straight towards a a berm that turns like 90 degrees. And uh, he's not hitting the brakes. He's not stopping. He's not breaking for the turn. So I just start screaming like a little girl. <laughs> I wish I was there for that. I was there. I'm just 
All you can hear is the engine, the dirt flying, ah. the muffled noise of me screaming through my helmet. Ah. That's another thing. I have a fat head, so I don't fit in most helmets. When I do fit in a helmet, it looks stupid on me because <laughs> it's like twice as big. <laughs> I, here's an interesting story. I was hanging out with Rob, and uh, we're... Uh, uh, Robert, I should say, and we were, um, we, we were recording, and I asked a lot of, hey man, do you have any crazy stories, because he's worked with a lot of famous people, he was like, man, he said, he said, Dave Navarro's a fucking alien, man. Oh, like, I remember that, dude. He's an alien? I was like, what do you mean? He probably did a lot of drugs. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, yeah, he's like a little a, dude. I thought it was he like a that, special he's definitely, guitar. No, like those guys are little. Yeah, they're tiny. And then was was it Malcolm was the bassist? No, Malcolm was the rhythm guitar player. Uh, which one was? The, I, I don't know, but the bassist was tiny too. He tiny, he had bass. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was hilarious because the last thing I thought I thought you'd talk about like you know something more random, but first thing you just. Rob said the singer Banks looks like Jetty Lee or Getty Lee. In oh, real from life. Rush. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Who, Banks. Banks, the singer Banks, yeah. looks like Getty Lee in real life. I don't know what Ain't that means. Getty Ain't that? Lee. I always thought Getty Lee looked like a witch. Mm. Yeah, mm. like uh, like a a man version Rush. of a witch. Rush. From Rush, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Here's a question for everybody. What is it? Do you think Rush will ever tour again with a new drummer? Or do you think they're final? Like, I don't know, man. There's a lot of bands that I, come to that point. I think it depends on how each one of them manage their money. Well, because true. I only think these old bands come back. Because they're low on funds. They need money. I think that, like, Neil Peart... So, Neil Peart used to say himself, like, I'm famous for being the number two greatest inspiration to drummers. Number one being John Bonham. Mm-hmm. Well, when John Bonham passed away, the only drummer that I know of that they ever, like, even perform for him was his own son. Yeah, that's, like, his blood right there. Because he taught, he taught Jason Bonham how to play identical. Mm-hmm. To his style, when then Jason ended up, you know, evolving, doing other stuff. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't. 
they would have to lose their fan or like uh, they would have to have a they would have to have someone who's like extremely technical, like maybe like Mike Portnoy, to even like come close in the opening. Or in my opinion. Or um, it's like trying to replace uh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. It's hard to replicate that voice. Or the the uh, White Stripes drummer could do it. Oh, uh, <laughs> nah. Meg, I don't think so, dude. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, it's a joke. Obviously. I love on the Simpsons when they did the um, hardest button to button. It was the music video. They would set up like four or five drums. Uh-huh. And do like this artsy little every time the beat hit, yeah. boom, 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 boom. She like appear here, 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 like stop motion, you know. And so the Simpsons did one where like Homer was like chasing Bart, like trying to scream. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Being being a rock and roll musician, um, I always was fascinated by musicians who came from places like Detroit and Ohio and. Oh, like the like the Rust Belt areas. Yeah, because it's like, dude, blues and rock is real there, and it's dominant there, and it's like so that same feel of like how grunge is uh-huh. dominant at a. Uh, you broke it. In uh, Seattle. Oh yeah. You know, it's like. I like. You ever go? If you ever go to Seattle, <gasps> live access suspended. Bullying and harassment. Someone reported me. What? Wow. Someone reported you, dude? Someone falsely reported my live. I submitted it. Uh, let let the haters hate, man. I had 235 views and 1,232 likes. They fucked me. <laughs> yeah, dude, they did. My sister just texted me. I was watching that. Well, tell her that um, someone reported me. Tell her, we'll get, <laughs> tell her we're recording it on my phone and we'll have it done. I think it was Brayden Craw. Who? Brayden Craw. He's another UTV racer. Why did he? Why would he report you? Because they think it's funny. Yeah, they think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> they, they, they it's think not it is. funny, dude. I was so recording. What, so what makes it funny for me is is it's, it's not really affecting our show because. Yeah, we have a recorded. Right yeah. Yeah. YouTube. Well, I'm saying it's annoying because there's actually people who want to watch and listen. Yeah, I got like two people watching these, here. Huh, Saudi? Hi, buddy. I think it's funny to. <laughs> it's a lefty world, dude. Sod's like, yo. Because he's watching right here. You enjoying the show, Sod? You love it? You hate it? Come on now. All right. So let's see how much time have we killed so far. Probably 15 minutes. No, it's more than 15 minutes, dude. 23, a, holy shit. It's almost a half an hour. We haven't talked about fucking nothing. Right. Talked about some things. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> whatever you guys want to talk about. No, we'll talk about. Uh, Hmm. I don't know. Here we go. Why not? Let's find you know, something we do. How do you feel about them finding uh nuclear codes <laughs> I think that was all fabricated. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think you're allowed to leave a facility with nuclear all codes. Right. Like you will not get out of a fucking facility with that. That's that's insane. It's outlandish to to even think that someone will be allowed to leave a secure facility with nuclear codes. Do you think that, like, they're, they planted, they planted that? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think there was anything even there. They just made it up. Oh, look, nuclear code. Oh, 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 yeah, fucking right, dude. They just don't want him to run again because they know how pissed off all of us are. The same reason why the CDC just backed off of all the, the COVID guidelines. Because midterms are coming up. And as soon as you go vote for them... Oh, hey, thanks. We tricked you. Get back in your fucking mask. Now we're going to start the smallpox pandemic. Because Bill Gates wants his fucking money because he's a philanthropist. And people think he's just, oh, him, him's computer guy. Him just wants the money from the computers. No. He, the millions of dollars or possibly billions of dollars he made off computers wasn't enough for him. So he ventured off and became a philanthropist, which means you invest in all kinds of different realms of uh, industries, companies. So he started investing in. Philanthropy isn't investing. Philanthropy is giving your money away. That's investing. That's not. Charity is different. Well, Mm -hmm. he must really like whatever he's throwing his money into for vaccines. Yeah, well, he's getting money back somewhere. So they came out with this new smallpox vaccine, and that's where I see monkeypox. Not enough people took COVID vaccine, so the... Oh, yeah, let's get monkeypox. Well, what weirds me out about monkeypox is um, I haven't seen a single case of it up here. Yeah. um, Yeah. I've been down to L.A. In fact, I went to L.A. last week, and I walked around Chinatown. L.A. is disgusting. Yeah, but I walked around Chinatown because I was visiting they were in, they'd never seen Chinatown. They wanted to see it, so okay. They saw all the cool stuff over there because we were late. We went, we were going to take them out down Aldera Street and San Philippe's. They went and hit all that because they were waiting on us, you know. Fashion was fashionably late, as usual. There's a couple, there was a wreck or two on the five. Of course. Yeah, that's why. You know, LA traffic's so unpredictable. I had a, I was, Fuck LA. Dude, I, was, I went down to uh, Lakewood with a brother of mine in the club to go visit a brother that's in town. You know, we had to drive, we had to ride all the way to Lakewood and man, it sucks. I I mean, what's nice about California is if you're on a motorcycle, you can split lanes legally. I mean, it's still kind of, especially in the bigger cities like LA, the Bay area, Sacramento, San Diego, whatever big area city, there is. They're nice when you get there, but when yeah. you're traveling to them, it's a fucking nightmare. Well, not exactly. Only that, not only that, but it's, um, you know, LA is, is like, I don't really consider there, like, a, how can I put it? There's no real middle class. It's like, you're either doing, um, like, 
Poor Man Tour stuff or Rich Man Tour stuff. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Either, either visiting iconic historic places like Philippe's or... Or go to Hollywood. Bradbury building, you know? Yeah. Hollywood, see the stars. Or Beverly Hills. Or you're, or you're, you're going, you're either doing that or you're going on like, you're hanging out on swanky rooftop bars mm-hmm. and doing like hipster shit. <laughs> like the, when they do the, when they do the movies and, um, was it the Hollywood Cemetery? Mm-hmm. They do the Hollywood movies there. Um, people have picnics over there that's so, Dude, that's so disrespectful. It's creepy, but it's disrespectful too. They bought me from going live on fucking Instagram too. For permanently? No. Already? They said posts that I posted have been removed, so I'm blocked from going live right now. So, um, Ain't that some shit? Fucking assholes, dude. Or try Facebook. Yeah, well, my sister want to watch it, so. At least we're still we're not completely shut down. Yeah. So. That's the liberal media for you blocking any type of truth. Well, you know that's why that's why like he's he's not really my hero, but I have a lot of respect for him. Joe Rogan moved over to Spotify. He had everything on YouTube, and then uh-huh. they started screwing with him, and Spotify gave him a better deal. He can talk about anything now. He could do anything he wants, and not worry about getting demonetized. That's what I like with Spotify. And Netflix as well with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. They told mm-hmm. the public, you don't like it, fucking don't watch it. Fuck well, you. Yeah. One thing we got sidetracked. We were talking about monkeypox. This is what trips me out. I was in a single case up here. And I was all over LA touching shit. And then we went to like a Chinese temple in Chinatown. Um, Buddhist temple, I think it was. I can't tell. I'm illiterate. But um, it was beautiful and uh, absolutely gorgeous. We were quiet and weren't disrespectful, but we went and visited it. Um, and uh, I didn't catch it at all. And then I'm hearing that the majority of people mm. catching it are uh, homosexual. Gay. <laughs> Fucking like, each other in the ass, dude. So it's like, so it's like, you talk about pandemic, but to me, I'm thinking like. Gay-demic. Well, dude, come on. If they're engineering this shit to target only, like. Like how, like, um, you know, AIDS hit everybody, but it massively hit the African American community in the eighties. You know, what if they're, what if they're like, I'm not trying to be a nut, but do you think it's possible that they could, you know, weaponize these viruses? They, yeah, they've been doing that. Oh yeah, well, they, they, it's biological warfare. All those, all of those, twenty three and me, and all those other kits, the DNA kits. If you think it stopped at just finding out where you're from, you're crazy. They've taken all that data with their gain of function, and they've essentially used NRA to recode viruses to go, hey, say, say they're targeting black people like they did with AIDS or Ebola. Notice how Ebola only fucking really broke out in Africa. Because Bill Gates over there fucking, hey, let this out. I put all this money in this. Put it out right there. Really See what, fuck yeah, dude. He's a major player. He might not be the only one, but he's a major player. There's other player. players out there, too. He's a fucking major player. He, yeah. There's 
there's video a, footage of him in fucking Africa like when like when those, those yeah when all this and yeah the, some yes. cult like stuff no I don't I don't know if they do all that but Something they it wouldn't surprise me if they do yeah but they make these plans to make all this money Bill Gates there's videos of him in Africa when all this shit was going down with the viruses like, like he's sitting there watching what his investment is doing so say they want to take out there's an undesirable gene say they find that's common in all these kits they, they keep seeing the same gene bam 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 what is that oh hey that that type of gene would prevent this person from getting cancer say they're a lot less likely to get cancer so what does that do to big pharma fucking robs them you don't get chemo you don't get cancer don't get on pills big pharma's not making any money so you engineer a virus to target certain genetical traits and you release it he said oh well if I get it it's not gonna be bad because I don't have that those guys up top all know what hey we're gonna release this virus this is what it targets this is what it does this is your survivability rate you get it? Don't worry about it. You, How do we you, stop them from releasing these viruses to the public? Well, well, I don't know how true or factual it is, but that is what Putin was doing over in Ukraine. There are at, at least 13 bio labs that they say they just harvest pathogens. They're not just harvesting them. They are modifying them. Ukraine is really tough to talk about because there's Mm -hmm. so many different reasons that are being said to us. But Putin was saying to his people that we're hearing that they're saying to his people. And it's just like like a cluster. Everything's different. Like, we're hearing that he is telling their people that there's Nazis in the there is. There's a whole Nazi fucking battalion or brigade. And the president of Ukraine was asked about it. What are these guys doing? Why are you letting these guys run around? He's like, oh, well, they're part of the bigger picture now. Brigade. They're, they're so part of the mean, fighting so for Ukraine. Like 90-year-old crowds just in No, 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 no. They have the ideology of Nazis. They're yeah, younger. We, we have neo-Nazis here. I know. Yeah. Klaus Schwab is probably a fucking neo-Nazi. <laughs> That German fuck. Well, I mean, like, dude, we have them, like, undercover, like, shit you see on, like, what was it, uh, what was that movie called? Derailed? Or not Derailed? Oh, was it The Man in the Highest Tower? Or no? no well, that's fictitious, but I mean... Yeah, like, yeah, it's, uh, that's more fiction, yeah. Like, like, Pulp Fiction and, uh, what was it? Was it called Derailed? It was called something like that. Something. Oh, we'll look it up. Oh, he goes to the fucking, uh... He tries to order food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was that movie called? That was a great movie, though. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There was some sick fucks here. There was a a neo-Nazi in that. Yeah. There was... Exactly, because there's a bunch of sick fucks embedded in our government that liked how the Nazis 
studied scientifically, whether it be medical experiments, uh, jet propulsion breakthroughs. Yeah, because they were like pretty much unregulated. They were allowed to do whatever they, they wanted. They fucking created whatever they yeah, wanted. They mm-hmm. right. And there were some sick fucks over here like, hey, man, I see some potential for profits. Come on over. So those neo-Nazis that are in Ukraine, they're not necessarily old. They just share the same ideology. I just pictured like these 90-year-old no. crowds of like uniforms. No, and these are around. fucking, yeah, like, these are a, these are a bunch like of that. fucking young like, punks. Yeah, no, these yeah. are some young fucking punks <laughs> who probably read a book and heard some shit from some people. That, oh yeah, it's cool to be a Nazi. And no, it's not. Zelensky was fucking questioned on it. Why are you letting the? Why aren't you doing anything about these neo Nazis? Run? Oh, they're fighting the Russians. They're part of the the bigger picture. And then you hear news like, oh, the Ukraine government is killing its own. Well, who do you think's killing their own? Those fucking neo Nazis. You don't share my ideology. I'm gonna kill you. It's the radi- same radical <laughs> shit like Islam. You don't share my my ideology. I'm gonna kill you. They don't want to be there. I was going to say, there's a lot of people have, have suffered. Uh-huh. They've been displaced. You know, they lost their home. Against their will. They lost their loved ones. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really messed up. Yeah. And then China's looking at this and they're thinking, they're looking at this and they're looking at Taiwan. And <laughs> Afghanistan. They're already in Afghanistan. See, then, you could not see Ukraine as a clusterfuck. You could see it clear as day if you just look at how much money is being sent over there. Yeah. Look at all the money they're fucking sending. It's, it's about true. money. They're sending Biden sent a lot of money over there. Billions of dollars. I'm looking at the I'm not trying to sound selfish but I'm looking at the homeless state in uh, Los Angeles. They don't give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck about us. They're worried about their own interests. So say that China taking Taiwan. And this whole pandemic started with Afghanistan. George Bush, Big Oil, Big Pharma. Well, first was Big Pharma. Big Pharma went through that playbook. I forgot who wrote the playbook of disasters or or uh, acts of terrorism to gain public support, general population, the support of the general population. So they fucking hit the Twin Towers. Big Pharma? Yes. Big, no. But they used it. Along with interest groups, uh, politicians, other corporations. They used that playbook. (laughs) Pentagon was a missile. Fucking all day. There's a cement pad. Perfect. You can lay the fucking uh, stand there that holds the missiles like a test bed. Fucking launch it right in. And how of all the wings that you could hit, they hit the wing that had all the financial records of the couple billions or I don't remember what the dollar amount was. A couple billion or trillion dollars they lost track of. 
and they're starting to be questioned on it. So it becomes, it becomes a conspiracy theory when um, things that happen start to be convenient for, for big corporations and politicians. Yeah, but it's not a conspiracy. It's fucking clear as day. So they hit the fucking Pentagon. They hit the Twin Towers. And I don't know where the one that crashed in Pennsylvania was going to end up. I personally, I'm not trying to turn a blind eye, but I personally, uh, I personally shudder to think that 9-11 was an inside job. Um, I don't, I don't say that there wasn't, there's, there's compelling evidence. I saw the video footage of what looked like magnesium melting on the metal, and you don't have that in aircraft, you don't have that in Yeah, you have magnesium in aircraft. Yeah, but not like, not like enough to, it was like somebody planted a, that was one of the big things about 9-11 being inside job. They thought somebody planted these giant packs of magnesium because they said there's not enough in an aircraft for it to react that way. Yeah. And so the way it reacted was when they're filming it after the aircraft crashed, that there's like this, this like molten stuff coming down, uh-huh. dripping down, you know, and then the buildings came down, and it's just like so there there are like points that I've seen that say it's an inside job but for me as an American citizen and someone who you know I feel bad for all the people who lost their lives mm-hmm. regardless their sacrifices their sacrifices definitely and, and those who sacrificed yeah. to save people from the rubble mm-hmm. to call to call it an inside job is, is uh, it, many many I don't find it insulting but many people find it I know. Uh, Considering inside job when you know it's still to this day a lot of people it's touchy. A lot of people lost their loved ones. Oh yeah, I, yeah. About how dude, many I know, of those people been to Afghanistan? Yeah, and also uh, Jesse Ven, Jesse Ventura talked about when he was governor at the time, and then after saying that if if he was president, he said I would do a full investigation of that whole incident. Because, you know, he's, you know, got a weird feeling well, about... He's always been a guy that was really shrewd and, and ready to, like, point... Like, ready ready to do the right thing. And mm-hmm. notice how he gets shut up a lot. Yeah. You know? Like, they don't want you talking. Like, Bill O'Reilly, like, stay up, like, interrupted him a few times and cut him off. I remember when I was younger watching that. I don't remember specifically, but I remember, mm-hmm. like, even having valid points and then him being just shut off. Because they know he's saying too much and they're going to get in trouble. Why are you letting this guy talk like that? Why are you giving a platform against yeah. us like that? So if you look uh, even National Geographic, I think it was, I saw an army soldier cutting poppies in Afghanistan with mm-hmm. the big bulb of fucking opium. Right. That's what Big Pharma want to go to Afghanistan for was opium. So you, you spent time in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh-huh. But you were mostly on base. You didn't see anything crazy like that. It does, yeah, but it doesn't, you know what they're there, but when you have mission after mission after mission, it's like, like, what are you, why are you, why are we going after people unless, I mean, I guess there was uh, IEDs and stuff, but I don't know. For me, Afghanistan was for Big Pharma, it was for the opium, because right after that war kicked off, uh, you notice how people got started getting addicted to OxyContin and shit? Yeah. Well, that supply, I guarantee you, is coming from Afghanistan. And they're having the soldiers harvest it 
and fucking throw it in a container, ship it to the U.S., process it, make pills, yeah. get people hooked. Oh, you got a little bit of pain? Here's some OxyContin my, from the doctor. Push these pills. My dad had to be on Vicodin for nine months during uh, mm-hmm. physical therapy. Look at uh-huh. the... Uh, uh-huh. When, when he had it, they said, guess what? Your time's up. I don't care if you're not healed up 100%. You got to go back to work after nine months. I remember when he quit taking the bike in and it was like, it was like watching a drug addict go through withdrawals of course. Yeah. That's exactly it is yeah. drugs. Look at the, look at the freaking, uh, it is drugs. Look at, look at the fentanyl epidemic that's going on. Like, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. See, we went. From Afghanistan, or, or Big Pharma having whatever they wanted in Afghanistan uh, in regards to opium. And then the politicians said, hey, Big Pharma, uh, we found giant deposits of lithium or whatever. Uh, uh, what is it? Whatever compound that is in Afghanistan. We found giant deposits of it where we can make electric vehicles. And we bought hundreds of thousands or millions of shares in electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. And we want China to start mining. But we can't maintain an American and Chinese presence in Afghanistan because then people will question and figure out that we're actually working together. So. We're going to pull troops out of Afghanistan. And then Big Pharma goes, wait, but you're cutting off my fucking supply. Like, that's my, that's what I'm depending on now is that supply of those poppy farms in Afghanistan. You're you're cutting me off. My heart, I was expecting this much profit over the next however many years. That's why they drugged that war out for 20 years. For 20 years... You can't find one guy in a little fucking country that's as big as Ohio. Can't find the fucking guy. Yeah, you can tell me you gotta stay there for twenty years. Exactly. This fucking bullshit. <laughs> they drug that out to make as much money as they could. And then the politicians said, Hey, we want to start manufacturing electric vehicles. So we need China to get in there to mine so we make the batteries. And then, what do you got? Plandemic. Here you go. We're going to force everyone to take this, this vaccine. And you guys are going to be filthy rich forever. I said, okay. And look how that backfired. What was it? Around half or just under half got the vaccine?
33 or 34, and she died uh, like two months ago or something like that. From what? Uh, drunk driving accident. Oh, uh, I remember that one. It's like, it's like, there's so much shit that's out of your hands. Like, yeah, but you don't know when you're going to go. That's... I was driving just to pick up your son at school, uh-huh. and at the four-way stop, you know, we all stop, I stop, I wait for the lady on my right to go, and then I start going, and then next to her out of my view so she goes and then this happens she's supposed to go it's supposed to be my turn now you know and so she goes and another girl just starts going and then I go and the girl slows down with her cell phone like this gives me like the nastiest look and starts cussing at me like she's got her window up I got my window up I can't like, but she's yelling at me like I'm in the wrong. Like, yeah. No, it's a four-way stop. One person goes, next person goes, next person. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like I, I really could have gotten that. I it was like one of those, like um, by an inch. Yeah, I almost got creamed by a minivan in that same intersection. <laughs> uh, which which intersection are you talking with? K eight. Oh, dude, remember that one time we were coming from Guitar Center at the mall and when I was in the car with you? Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, yo, hold up. And then freaking you stopped right there. We almost clipped that freaking car, T-boned it. Mall, mall, mall parking lot. Uh, during like 3.30 afternoon. Like, the, the I, saw, I, I saw her first. Yeah. And I hit my brakes so hard. We must have been like like half an inch from touching her. Oh, yeah, we were that close, man. And I mean, like, we're talking like we would have T-boned her in her driver's side door. And it's just unreal. Like, like people, people are fucking stupid. I understand, like, if you're running late. I understand if you gotta take a shit. But that's your own fault. And even if you're running late, you can't have the patience to say to yourself, it's not only my life in my hands, it's everyone else's in my hands. They don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. See, because me, I'm like, I'm over here, like, when I drive, I, I drive relatively fast. But when it comes to, like, turns and stops and this and that, I follow the rules of the road. And I, 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 when I'm waiting for traffic to clear to make a turn, like, I especially, I especially tell myself to be patient because it's not worth it. You're gonna, I've been T-boned and it fucks up your whole, not does it fuck up your whole day, if you don't have a, a stable income, it fucks up your whole year. Uh-huh. You know, and you don't know when you're gonna get a car again. You know, you have to be thankful for what yeah. you got to take care of. Oh yeah, and one the other night, I almost got clipped on my motorcycle from a chick. She was gonna turn right into this neighborhood and then I was going to go left to go around her and then she actually made a was going to make a last minute left and I almost freaking T-boned this lady in a van and I, I, I got on my brake so hard I was like scared the shit out of me for a second I was like well, that, what the fuck are you that, doing that one that he was in I almost got T-boned by a minivan in the Jetta mm-hmm. and I last second grabbed my brakes because he just blew the stops didn't stop at all 
slow down a little bit, but still going 30, 40 miles an hour, blew it. And I had to slam my brakes right before I hit him. And he looks to his right at me, all wide-eyed, and he can see me mouth, you motherfucker! <laughs> and he fucking took off. He kept going, oh, you stupid bitch. Yeah. I was ready to beat the fuck out of him, dude. Um, <laughs> dude, it's worse on a motorcycle, man. Thing I want to yeah, ask, though, way worse. something I thought of with big pharma and um, lobbyists, and it's obvious they're controlling everything. They're not here to help us. Well, how do we stop it? How do we stop that? I don't know. You have to get everybody to act all at the same time. And how can you do that when they divide us and conquer? So you got to stop watching TV. They, like, they, they, they put all sorts of crap out there to divide us. And That's why yeah, I well, watching and, TV. And they, and they know how to play on people's emotions, uh-huh. too. So They put it in your TV. It's programming. It's yeah, like people, people need to learn... To not vote with their feelings and vote with facts. Yeah. yeah do your research. Let's say even yeah. Jim Carrey told, who was it? Who did he tell? Did he tell Jimmy Kimmel or the... Someone. I forgot uh, who it what's was. What's the other guy's name? Jimmy Fallon. He either told Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon. Oh, and they just come out with some talk shows or whatever other shows keep you hooked and docile so you're not worried about what they're doing behind your back. Fucking you every single day. Stealing from us. Mm-hmm. So, Afghanistan, going back, was Big Pharma. They wanted a cheaper supply. And then Iraq was, Saddam said, I'm not trading, selling oil with American currency anymore. I'm using the euro. And big oil here in the U.S. said, uh, fuck you. So we're going to start a second war there. That's why that one ended much quicker. Because they got them back to using the American dollar for oil. And they stopped the pipeline from Syria to Iran through Iraq. Which would essentially cut America out of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. We would have to stop using our own currency. 
we'd have to just barter and trade with each other and cut them out completely of their money because yeah. at the end of the day that is their money it's the well, feds money well you'd have to get the uh, mainstream media on board you'd have to get mainstream media on board and they're owned by those lobbyists yeah well talking about currency you know, obviously, our dollar used to be on the golden standard, and then until 1971, when Nixon took our dollar off the golden standard, because you know, gold is way more valuable than silver too. Because you know, that money's going to be forever. Gold and silver and bronze—that's always going to be forever. And with you know, it doesn't matter if it's the dollar, the peso, or the British pound, who, whatever it is, it's just. Well, it's just like they're just printing money. It's just printing like, you know, just out of thin air. It's just unconstitutional. It's like it's on loan too. Oh yeah, because uh, from uh. So you think of this this new debt thing where they're like, hey, guess what, China? We don't owe you any more money. They just read. They just they just they just pass this bill that says magically says we don't owe you shit now. It's probably gonna be war. Oh, yeah, that's going to start a big little freaking war. That's what I'm saying, why they're funneling all this money back up top and sending it overseas. I think they're exchanging it for that country's currency. So right now, that country doesn't see the big plan. So, oh, yeah, American, I'll take American dollars. Here, here's my money. Yeah, I'll exchange it. So then when China decides to finally come over and start fucking shit up, they're going to take off and leave us. See ya, sorry, we got you in a war, fuck you. And then what do they have when they go to and flee to those countries? They have that country's currency. My American dollars are worth nothing, but I already traded them, so who cares? I got your money now, I'm fine. If the world went to shit in a handbasket, then it was like, you know, as far as all the entire of being American, being in America... I go. I go hide in the mountains. I go hide. No, I'd go hide in the mountains in the sequoias. Yeah, and I'd start digging a fucking hole. Yeah. Yeah, with as many guns I could get, because you gotta think the Chinese Navy is gonna be at our coasts. Can't get out in the water. They're probably gonna be at the borders. You can't flee to Mexico or Canada. They're gonna be fucking all over. So you go out in the wilderness where you can hide, dig a fucking hole, and then hopefully coordinate a way to get cement, concrete up there and start building bunkers. There are people who, who built like uh, you know, doomsday, doomsday shelters. Doomsday shelters, yeah. Yeah, during uh, the Soviet era too. That's, that's what you got to do. And stock up. Stock up on ammo, food, water. Stock, stock, stock. Don't touch it. Stock, stock, stock. Uh, MREs. MREs, yeah, whatever. I would try to get in the water. I would try to get like a, like a catamaran yacht. Uh-huh. Sail it. I know nothing about sailing. I would like to sail away from here. I would like to go somewhere like uh, like Bali. Yeah, but you got to make sure you have enough fuel to get there. Yeah, but if it's a sailing yacht, then I can use it. Just... 
The wind. Just hope we don't hit rough seas. Guys, you're fucked. You're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there's. I saw a guy on YouTube. This guy was amazing. I'll have to look him up later. Put credit for him. Uh, he was. Uh, he sailed a one-man sailboat uh, with just enough food to last him. Uh, all the way from Los Angeles to Hawaii. All by himself. And he hit rough seas. But he knew what he was doing. And he had a, like a satellite phone just in case, you know, he had to eject, you know. Yeah, like just in case he needed help. But it was badass. And at one point in the middle of the ocean, a bird flew in and landed on his boat and rested with him for like three days. Ate his food, chilled with him and then once he felt better he flew away. What kind of bird? It was just like a little bird, like a it wasn't a seagull? No, it was just like a... It was like a and it was out in the middle of the ocean. Like a sparrow. And it was in the middle of the ocean. Yes. And then I'm like, what the hell? Like, where did he come from? How? Yeah, that, how that's long, strange. How long was he flying? Yeah. Yeah, because they can get exhausted and go in the water and then die. Yeah. It was, it was wild, dude. And he was feeding him, like, I think spaghettios and stuff. Anyways, it was pretty cool. But, um... And you could see, like, sad when the bird left. I didn't take a shower. He would just tie a lifeline to him and just jump in the ocean. Soap up. He'd use, like, biodegradable soap. Yeah. It's wild, man. I love seafood. I love seafood. Oh, yeah. There's people out there who have these ships that have uh, machines that can uh, desalivate the salt. The only problem with that is there's no minerals. You okay? Exit plan? Oh, that's a good question. Um, when it came down, like, if, like if it was like wartime type of deal, or hmm, probably maybe go off the grid. Yeah. That would be my only thing. Uh, that's a that's a tough call right there. I mean, you know, people have different strategies of what they're what they will do. I mean, everyone's strategy is different. If I if I could go to like Bali, I would try to go to the Caribbean. Um, I like the I like the thought, like a Han Solo, Millennium Falcon kind of notion of like you know having having a ship and you can travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I just like that, get out when you can. I like that thought. Yeah. So let's say, like, I'm chilling in Barbados, and, and then all of a sudden, uh, the evil regime comes in there, and then I can just, you know, go over there. Just bounce.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone's got to have a plan A, B, and C, and D. Yeah. You got to think like strategic. Yeah, you got to think. I'm trying to remember the word. It's on the tip of my tongue. You got to have a strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Doug. Been about an hour. This is fun. Yeah. I like it because we, we, we just like, um, we just like hang out and shit talk and bullshit and talk about interesting things anyway. So that's what got me thinking we should do. Yeah, which is a great idea to do. Yeah, because we, well, I mean, hey, we're, we're doing, you know, besides, you know, what we love doing is music and anything else. You know, it doesn't matter if it's music, racing, whatever it is, you know. Yeah, but it's also turning our hangout. Whether it makes money or not, it's turning our hangout session. Or, you know, it could be it could be an overnight thing. Uh, who knows? It can be take a while for it to be yeah. an overnight na- thing. Whatever it is, it's turning our hangout session into something productive. Yeah. Oh, you always got to be protective. Yeah, or productive, I meant. But yeah. Yeah, because it's like, you know, we're sitting on our asses anyways. There could be a few other people out there that just needed someone to hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know, half the time, to be honest, when I go on a podcast, that's because I'm lonely. Like, I'll be driving down to L.A., and no one wants to talk to me. So I'll, I'll listen to Joe Rogan, or I'll listen to... I like to listen to Steve-O's podcast. Mm-hmm. <coughs> he has a lot. I like, I like those two in particular, and I like... I like Two Beers, One Cave with uh, um, Tom Segura and Brent Kreischer because I like the hosts individually. I love their humor and what they do. And then I, their guests that they have are usually great. Like, they're usually people I find interesting. You know? so those are the guys I listen to. Right. But um, <coughs> I thought, fuck it, you know, like, we're just hanging out anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And uh, we're not sponsored by anyone. By anyone. Yeah. But I want to give a shout out to Sure Microphones for giving us these two. We didn't get I bought them. By allowing me to buy these two badass mics these guys are using. Yeah, and the one that Bobby's using too. This is a Sure as well. Mine looks fancy, but it's actually uh, the, he's, shit for sound compared to these. these no, cool. he's got he's got the talk like the talk host freaking mic like you know. I like, didn't even mean for it to be like that. I wanted to just have like two people at a time do it, but then it's like that mic is very pricey and that boom arm is very pricey. Yeah. And I don't have a whole lot of cash, so. But uh, my donations are accepted. I have a condenser mic, a couple others, but um, I thought, well, this is already set up. Uh, I had it set up because I was experimenting vocoders for our music. I was doing like a robot voice through the guitar, and so I already had it on the stand. Um, we're probably gonna wrap this up soon. Any final thoughts you want to say, or you think you want to do this like weekly or every other day, or maybe once a week you want to do it? 
I'm going to try to do it like every other day. I think twice, twice or three times a week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I might have podcasts where I don't have you on. I have someone else. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll have, we'll have people on here. Just gotta, we just got to make requests. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to always be political. It's not always going to be political. It could be anything. You are a funny guy. You're my oldest friend. So, we, have, we, we go way back. Yeah, we got to tell Mark about this and get him on here. Yeah. Definitely. I have, I have my microphone, too. Well, so. it's starting to look a little more presentable. I don't mean, have boom arms ominously hanging off of a plastic table. <laughs> hey, it's a start. I got one with the tripod that's sitting right here. Try to get some of your, uh, your racing buddies on here to talk about what they do and when a, when a race well, They all live down in Anaheim, okay. Riverside area. You gotta tell them in advance. They ain't gonna come up here for that. Hey, man. You I'll get people on here, dude. You get more publicity and they get to party with legendary Doug Allen. Yeah. And you're yours truly, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but there's other Jesuses out there. I mean, it's a test run. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm proud of the dude. Yeah. I can't be more proud of anyone when they make progress on something that really screws with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, people have other mental health issues like depression, anxiety. There's yeah. other types of anxiety here. There's other types of depression. I'm really proud of my friend Justice who lives out in uh, Winnemucca, Nevada. Which I was there about a month ago. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually driving up to Idaho, so yeah. I mean, if I was spending the night there, sometimes we do that. Like it's he, like a halfway point. He self-diagnosed. He realized he had a problem. His mom had a problem, and he realized he had a problem. And mm-hmm. He went and got therapy and meds and treatment. Treatment, treatment in general, and, and he's doing a lot better than he was. And I could be more proud of him. Mm-hmm. So we all have our setbacks. We're all not perfect. Yeah. We're all human, so. And, uh, yeah. And so, if you're making any kind of progress, power to you and keep up the good. And, and yeah, don't, don't be afraid to get help either. Yeah, because it's there. 
you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's your family, it's your friends, uh, a significant other, whoever it is, earlier. someone you're close with. Just get help whenever you can. His mom's, oh, yeah. his whore mother's house. <laughs> Damn. Because well. of fucking Joe Biden and his clan jacking up gas prices. Hey, hey, guess what, Jack? I don't control gas prices. Oh, really? Why are you taking credit for the gas prices going down then, you piece of shit? Motherfucker. I was happy that for once I didn't. Pay more than $90 to fill my tank. Right. <laughs> Spend like two, three hundred a week in gas just to go to work. That's ridiculous. That's such a huge chunk out of your paycheck. Uh-huh. Time to get like a four-banger or a motorcycle. Well, I'm trying to fix mine. There's so many people in L.A. that live in uh, RVs and work nine-to-fives. They'll like, they'll, they'll take the subway to work. They'll shower at their gym, and they'll live in the RV because they can't afford rent, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it's, you go to the valley, like, go, go home, and it's nothing but RVs and tents, you know? It's crazy down there in L.A. It's wild. Tent city, man. And, um, I don't know what's worse, that or San Francisco. Well, I heard they're both pretty bad. Uh, I haven't been to Frisco. I heard Frisco's worse with the drugs. Oh, yeah. I've seen it, too. There's people laid out on fucking, like, borderline ODing in front of kids <sighs> getting off the the subway for school and shit. That's, that's insane. It's fucked up. You won't see that 20 years ago. You might see it here once in a blue moon. We're but fortunate to even, like, be doing this and be here. You know? Oh, yeah. You got to count your blessings because like, uh, tomorrow's no guarantee. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, uh, we're blessed because it could be a whole lot different. And um, there's a lot of people out there who can't follow their dreams because they're, they're too busy trying to survive. Oh, yeah. Thank God we're where we're at. Oh, yeah. And, uh, here's our first podcast uh, in the back. And let's hope for many more good ones to come with many awesome guests. I'd love to have your sister and her husband on our show. And everyone who watches, share it with your friends at least. Even if you don't like it, maybe your friends might like it. Yeah, spread the word. Spread the word. Yeah, and you'll, you'll see some well known people on here too. It's a small world. Stay tuned. So, well, thanks for watching our first podcast. We don't even have a name yet. But, uh, the Bad Podcast. Well, that's awesome. 
Bobby, right. Andrew, and Doug. It's not always going to be the three of us in here. Well, so. that's the original. The back podcast. When there's no I guests. I was the theme I want to do with the mugshot. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want to do celebrity mugshot posters on the wall. The bad I podcast. by an old bar in L.A. called Down and Out that's permanently closed now. Unfortunately. Well, but we don't have any guests. It's gonna be us. All right. Well, so. I guess we'll call it, if it's not taken, we'll call it the bad podcast. <laughs> it's fitting, Lick. We got our shit clamped onto a plastic table. We're wearing freaking flip flops. We look Sit, like bums. Sitting in a hand-me-down couch from the neighbor across the street. <laughs> Which so is I'm comfy. A, I'm in a gaming chair. I have this vision to have like two gaming chairs and have these boom arms coming out of nowhere. And let me in one gaming chair and the guests in another. And it was like a matter of like, do I buy another gaming chair or do I buy a microphone? You know, it was just a matter of, it's just like running into financial obstacles. But I mean, just like with the band and with music, I, I have really good gear now. I have a good amp, good guitar, good pedals. I didn't always have that, you know. So it's like, um, just like with that, I'm going to slowly build. I'm going to slow, slowly build my money into this shit and, and it'll be uh it'll be really fucking cool by the time we're done all right well thanks everybody thanks for watching the bad, bad podcast and uh have a good night stay tuned